Well, our reading today is from Luke chapter 11, uh, starting at verse 1. Jesus was praying in a certain place, and after he'd finished, one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray, as John taught his disciples. And he said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread, and forgive us our sins, for we ourselves forgive everyone indebted to us. And do not bring us to the time of trial. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Teach me to pray. Uh, that's the focus of what we're doing the next number of weeks as a church, looking at prayer, how we can grow in prayer, how, how we can be shaped by God as a, as a people of prayer. Uh, prayer for most Christians uh, is a little bit of a wrestle. Uh, it's something that we know that we could do more. It's no, something we know that we could be better at. Uh, but we don't progress forward much. Uh, and we, we tend to just fall into a, a pattern of praying the way we have always prayed. Some people are better prayers than, than us, uh, doing prayer the way that we've always done it. Uh, I, I would love all of us to grow in prayer. Uh, prayer is about our relationship with God. It's the conversation we get to join in on, and uh, it's, it's a great delight uh, that we can grow in. Uh, for, for me, life uh, would not be the same without prayer. Uh, there's conversations I have with God that I will have with no one. Uh, and there's moments when I can turn to him and no one else will do. Uh, the relationship we're invited into, uh, the relationship of prayer with God is a, is a privilege like no other. And uh, for us as Christians, uh, as we grow in, in prayer, uh, that'll be a place that we want to spend more and more time in. Now, prayer doesn't always look the same for every person. Uh, some people may be the kind of people that could sit there and pray for hours upon hours. Uh, if I try and do that, I do fall asleep. Uh, it's not just you. Uh, I've, I find for me, prayer whilst moving around is what works best for me. Otherwise, I tend to, you know, when I'm stopped, fall asleep anyway. Uh, prayer is something uh, that we grow in. But but why why don't we pray? What Why... Why don't we pursue it? I, th I think it's because it's something that's hard. I think it's also because it's something that we haven't fully understood or grasped. And prayer in some ways is taught and prayer in other ways is caught as you spend time learning in prayer. If you were to read a book about God, the Bible and read a book about how to pray to God, uh, it says in the Bible, but never heard anyone pray. How would you pray? Maybe you'd just pray the Lord's Prayer. Uh, maybe you'd find some of the other prayers in the Bible and you, you'd repeat them. But what would you sound like? You, you would sound like you were reading from a book. 
Actually, prayer is a conversation with God. It's about our connection and relationship built with Him. How do we learn English? We learn by listening. The, the first words of English we speak are listening to someone else and being able to replicate those sounds. The, the words of prayer are best learnt in the company of people that pray. Uh, do you know today uh, where we pray mainly individually, not in groups, it's highly unusual. Uh, in previous generations upon generations ago, People would pray in groups, do things in, in groups. Uh, you lived in houses where you might have to go into the closet and pray because there weren't other rooms in the house to, to go in and find a quiet space and pray. There's times for quiet closet prayer, but then there's also most of the time prayer is designed to be done in conversation with others and conversation with God. Uh, you know, in prayer we have incredible access uh, to someone who created us. Uh, I, I wonder if, if you've thought about the privilege of access that you have in being a person of prayer. Uh, you get to sit uh, beside, uh, face to face, with the King of Kings, the one who created the world. Uh, it's, it's not that you've just gone for a tour of the, the royal house and seen what the royal house looks like and seeing the rooms and seeing how they live. You're actually invited into the presence of the king and he actually wants to hear from you. He actually delights in what you have to say. He wants to talk to you and he wants you to talk to him. We have this incredible privilege of access to hear from him and to talk to him. People often... Uh, super excited when, when they go to a music concert or when they go to a ballet concert and they get to go backstage and, and uh, talk to the people and actually meet these famous people face to face. People are really excited by that privilege and they'll do anything they can in order to get that kind of access. We as Christians have access to God, that kind of face to face access whenever we want and and so why don't why don't we pray? I think it's sometimes we haven't discovered uh, the joy of what it means to be face to face. Uh, when uh, Jesus is asked by the disciples as as he was praying in a certain place, after he finished, one of his disciples said, "Lord, teach us to pray," as John taught his disciples. What's he saying there? Uh, he, he's not uh, saying uh, John taught his disciples how to pray, teach us how to pray the way John taught his disciples. No, John was a teacher of his disciples so that they would know and understand his ways. Jesus is saying, uh, they're saying to Jesus, teach us to pray, teach us to pray the way that you pray. Why are they saying teach us to pray in that way? Because what they'd seen in the temple, what they'd seen demonstrated to them was uh, you pray in a certain way. Uh, maybe with man, men held, hands held high, uh, praying very formulaic, very holy prayers. Then they'd seen Jesus away praying outside this temple context and praying very personal, very intimate, very real prayers. 
And so they were saying to Jesus, teach us to pray prayer the way that you pray. Because we can see that you talk to God in a way that is different to the way that we talk to God. And we want a relationship with God in the way that you have a relationship with God. And so Jesus starts with this. He says, when you pray, say, Father. When we often think about prayer, particularly prayer among other people, we think, what do I say? How do I put it? And you may have sentences reverberating around in your head and you may try and structure this perfect little prayer sentence that you then get out and you stumble halfway through and uh, then you close your mouth and you say, Amen, and hope that that was enough and no one's judged your, your particular prayer that you put out in the group situation. Everyone does it. Everyone thinks about what they're going to pray and then prays it. Uh, the, the, the point where, where you know you've made it in prayer is when you can just pray without having to think about it in advance. When you have a conversation uh, with someone else, you generally respond to what they say and you don't always, well, most people most of the time don't think of everything they're going to say before they say it. So you know that you begin to make it in prayer when you don't have to think of everything you say before you pray, you're able to just pray it out loud. Uh, when, when kids uh, learn to have conversation, they, they think of the words because they're trying to get the words together. We have the words. Uh, God wants to hear to our, hear from us and he wants to listen to us. And so, so what gets in the way of us praying with other people? It's, it's often we're worried, well, what are other people going to think? Now, if we're concerned when we're praying about what other people are going to think, if we miss the point of prayer, I, I think we have. It's, it's the privilege of access that we have to a father who delights to hear us. Think about a, a, a dad who's uh, looking uh, to young kids as, as the kids are learning to talk. Ears wide open. Uh, well, when you look to a, a young kid who's learning to talk, your, your ears are wide open, you're ready to listen. Uh, you, you don't care how well they do. Well, what you care about is the intentionality of a heart turned towards you. Uh, when I, I see my kids after they've been at school or at kinder and uh, they, they look to me, there's an intentionality of them uh, seeing and finding joy in the sight. And that's what prayer is uh, meant to be for us, our Father in heaven. We're, we're looking to the one who loves us who desires our hearts to be inclined towards him and who wants to move us through this time of prayer. So we pray uh, our Father, but then we also pray hallowed be your name. We recognize who it is that we have the privilege of time with. Our, our, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, the one who created all things. And we're praying as we come to God, your kingdom come. That is, what is of your kingdom? What is of your reign and your rule? Bring that into my kingdom, that your reign and rule will be shown through me. Uh, and in, in my world, I, I want to see your kingdom come.
In some ways, uh, if I was to desire one thing of all of you, it would be that we would all pray more. Uh, more than read our Bibles more. If, if you read your Bible a lot, that, that would be great. Uh, but if you prayed even more, that would be better to me. But, but at one level, this is a, a false dichotomy. Uh, we need to read our Bibles in order to understand more in the nature and character of God. If, you, if you've never read your Bible and you go to pray, how can you know who you're praying to? And so take part in the Bible overview that Kirsty's doing and use that as a tool to help you get food out of your Bible as you read it. See, the, the Bible as we read it should turn our hearts towards God in prayer that we would know him, understand him the way that he works. I, th I think one of the reasons we sometimes step away from prayer is because we may have prayed for something and we may not have seen it happen. And as a result, we don't really want to talk to God. But do you know what? When things don't happen and uh, we don't talk to God, we don't get to hear the comfort and encouragement that he has for us. Uh, when uh, we come to him and say, God, life hasn't turned out the way that I thought it would. Uh, so, so I would rather that you would pray more. And in different seasons of life, uh, we need different kinds of prayer. Uh, this week uh, on Wednesday, I came down with a bit of uh, what Katie thought was initially man flu, but turned out to be possibly real flu. Uh, and that was, that was a lot of fun. In, in the middle of that, because uh, my eyes were hurting from, from light, so I had them closed, uh, and my head was hurting because the codral cold tablets weren't working, and that's when, to me, it's more than man flu, once the codral cold tablets don't work. Uh, when that was happening in the middle of that, the only thing I could do with my eyes closed and I couldn't sleep because my head hurt was pray. Now, when your head's hurting and your, your eyes are closed and you're, you've got a little bit of a fever, the kind of prayers you pray are not complex prayers, are they? But they're the kind of prayers that God wants us to pray. They're, they're heartfelt, they're, they're immediate, and uh, I, I was able to pray about lots of great things and spend some lots of great time in prayer. Uh, but it wasn't full of lots of words. It wasn't full of what you might call floral or formulaic or holy prayers, just simple connection prayers with God. Uh, and so there's different seasons of prayer and different styles of prayer. What God wants from us is us to figure out what life looks like with him in all seasons and all styles, not following a formula in order to build a relationship with him, but actually just beginning to pray, just beginning to do it. Uh, let, let me tell you a joke. Uh, there was a family that they had their pastor over for lunch. It's not the joke. <laughs> Uh, they, they had their pastor over, but feel free to have me over for lunch whenever you uh, want. Uh, they, they had their pastor over for lunch, and he was sitting down, and they, they enjoyed lunch together, and uh, they put on a really nice meal, and there was a lovely mains and a lovely dessert. And as the pastor left, the, the, the wife uh, whispered to her husband, I think he stole our spoon. 
He looked over and he said, of course he didn't. He, of course he didn't steal our spoon. She, she went back to the drawer and she, she went to the sink and she, she counted them all up and she said, there's one missing. I, I think he stole our spoon. Now, for, for a whole year, this really got on her nerves. She, she was really unhappy that there was one less spoon in her collection of cutlery. Uh, a year later, they, they invited the pastor back again because that's what they did every year. They invited him once for, for lunch and he came over for lunch and it was really bugging her. He'd stolen this spoon. So, so as she was sitting there at the, the table, uh, she, couldn't, she couldn't let the question rest. So she said to him, uh, Pastor, when you were here last year, did you take one of our spoons? And, and he looked over very intently, looked her in the eye and said, I did. I, I took one of your spoons and I put it in your Bible. <laughs> I, I would love you to use what you have the privilege of access to. Uh, prayer is an incredible privilege for us uh, to have. It, it's something I, I think uh, that we don't use because we don't uh, practice it. Uh, sometimes to grow in something we're not good at requires discipline. Uh, we, we don't just fall into being good at prayer by accident. There, there's an intentionality in it. And, and so I think the intentionality looks like us finding some dedicated time. If I asked you... Uh, could you find five minutes in every day? I think most of you could say yes. If I came to you next week and said, how'd you go with finding five minutes every day for prayer? You might say to me, oh, life, uh, life kind of got on top of me this week. I got, I got really busy. If we don't have intentionality, it won't happen because what is loudest, and there's lots of loud voices in our world, will uh, crowd out what is quietest, which is the, the still small cry of God for us to spend more time with him prayer. So what I'd love you to do uh, each day is find five minutes where you can just spend some time talking to God, not about your list of things, but just about your day, about life. Uh, converse with him as you will converse with another person, if you want to just sit there and that's your five minutes for the day in prayer with God, just sit there. Uh, over this time of looking at prayer as a church, I want us to, to grow in prayer. Uh, every week we have our Thursday night prayer. That's a space for you to not come if you're good at prayer. That's a space for you to grow in prayer, to sit and to learn and to be encouraged. Uh, with that prayer space on a Thursday night. Uh, I will be using that as a, as a time to do different styles of prayer. And, and I think we learn different styles of prayer from uh, experiencing them, not just reading about them in a book. Uh, if you need to put a reminder in your phone so that you don't uh, forget uh, to spend your five minutes in prayer tomorrow, uh, do it uh, now uh, so that it actually happens. But let me encourage you, uh, God wants us to grow in prayer because he has much for us in the treasure storeroom of our relationship with him 
uh, through prayer. And so rather than expecting you to go away and find five minutes to pray uh, today, what I'm going to give you right now is five minutes in silence. And if you're joining us online because you're homesick with with a few, uh, you can find five minutes in silence now. And we're just going to pray. And I would love you to talk to God about what's on your heart, uh, tell him your thoughts. Uh, You can sit there in silence as well. If you start thinking about what you might have for lunch or what you're going to do for the rest of the day, do the, the discipline work of parking that thought and returning to God in prayer and saying, thank you, God, for this privilege. Thank you, God, for the access that I have. So I'm not going to pray to start it because I don't want you to have that as the start of your prayer. Uh, I want you to start it with these simple words. God, thank you for this time of praying with you and see where the time goes. So you, you've got roughly five minutes and at the end of that five minutes, Kirsty's going to come up and close us with the Lord's Prayer. I'm going to interrupt your five minutes with just a brief thought for you. So sometimes when we have a time of silent prayer, people try and pray in their heads. Uh, let me encourage you, prayer thoughts uh, don't work so well. Uh, if if they're, uh, they tend to drift a lot more easily. Let me encourage you to, to pray quietly uh, with words under your breath. Uh, so pray as you, you would talk normally. That, that, that is, is really helpful and also help your mind uh, stay on track a, a little bit more in the way that you pray. As we draw our prayers to a close, we do so with the words that Jesus himself taught us. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Save us from the time of trial and deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power, and the glory are yours now and forever. Amen.